Hi there, welcome to a new episode of the Mean Reds. I'm Marlo. And I'm Eve. And today's episode, we're going to get a little bit spooky, spooky. because it's that time of year. We love Halloween. I love Halloween. Do you I love, love Halloween? I love Halloween-ish. I don't love spooky things, but I love Halloween. I love getting dressed up in like fun things. We'll talk about your costumes <laughs> later. I'm really excited to hear about all of your costumes forever. Um, just a little PSA. This past weekend, I guest, I guest starred. I don't know. What do you call it when you're like a guest of the pod? Guest podded. No, that doesn't feel right. But it doesn't feel wrong. Okay. I was a get. I was a get. I was a. I was. A, <laughs> <laughs> I was a guest star. Go I back. was a guest star yeah. on Friend of the Podcast, Lauren Mitchell's podcast, Cavern of Secrets, which is a podcast about extraordinary women. I was on the panel with Anne Donahue, the hosts of Thirst Aid Kit, Kyrell Grant, and Mary H.K. Choi, who was kind of the headliner. Stunning. Um, so if you want to listen to that episode, it's going to be out soon but also give cavernous secrets a listen because it is a stunning podcast with so many amazing women today's episode (laughs) is going to be on death becomes her a cult classic it is a cult classic i hadn't seen it before i'm so excited to to talk about um (laughs) eve's first blush of this film because blush of this film (laughs) (laughs) her first uh i don't know like no that was it yeah she doesn't like scary things so i mean i'm really interested to find out what her thoughts are on that um our reddit relationship post this week never forget when we had the whole food theme going on minor background okay I'm a pretty affectionate and at times effeminate dude. I'm 6'2 and I have a pretty tough guy background in that I was in special forces a while ago and my, my roommates all served as well. But I also have thin wrists and sit on my friend's laps and blow kisses to them and shit. I'm not gay. I'm just me. While I was in a shop with a roommate a few weeks ago, he saw these really cool shawls that we both couldn't get out of our heads. He returned last weekend to buy them, and now we have these shawls. Mine makes me look like a Star Wars character, and his, his looks like the outlaw Josie Wales. These are seriously awesome shawls. <laughs> the first night we wore them, everybody at the dive bar we went, read dudes, thought they were awesome as well. When this girl and her friend arrive on invite from Shawlbro, and they are seriously turned off by our <laughs> sweet shawls, like acting pretty weird about them and making comments, whatever. So I get a call from my girlfriend. She's tired and wants to hang out at mine. And so I bid these mean girls and Shawlbro adieu and head home. I think Shawlbro is like um, a mean boy at the bar who is making fun of, of their the shawls. shawls. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm still wearing the shawl when my girlfriend arrives and she's also really taken aback. <laughs> she won't even kiss me until I take it off. We do th- we get to do the deed oh, and it's... go to sleep. Oh man, that was hard for you to say. It was hard for you to I hear. Really. <laughs> and the next morning she starts asking me if I'm gay. 
and she's really serious and aggressive about it. I tell her I'm not, that if, if I was, I definitely know by now. And she counters with her major evidence of the fact that I own a shawl. Anyway, she gets weird and leaves and then sends me a text later about she's sorry and that she needs to think about what kind of man she wants and then doesn't contact me for days. So yesterday, I invite her out. She's stumbling over her words and talking about how she likes tough guys and how she grew up in the South and she needs to get used to the big city, but that she doesn't know this or that. And eventually, I just tell her very politely to get fucked because I'm pretty insulted by this point. On the way back, now that I'm not directly in front of her, I get this long apologetic text from her. But the crux of it is that, yeah, she's just not that into me anymore because I wore a shawl. Later on, I tell shawl bro about this. Oh, no. So I was wrong. The shawl shawl bro is the roommate. Okay. Oh, they're bros because of the shawls. So they're, yeah. The shawl unites them. They can, yes. Yeah. They're united by by the shawl. Okay. One cloth. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Quite literally. And he also had a blowout with the girl he was seeing over his shawl. That very same night we went out. We are both going to keep wearing the shawls, though. They are warm. TLDR. Me and my friend bought cursed shawls, and now we are single. No, no, no. Not cursed. Not cursed. Not cursed. Not cursed. Less about the shawl, more about... The women you were dating. Yes, to absolutely. Be yeah. Um, you keep wearing that shawl. If you're out there, keep wearing that shawl. Good for him. Um, she's just, Marlo's just showing me a photo right now. It is a shawl. It's a gray, it's a charcoal gray and it light looks gray cashmere. striped. Yeah, it looks cashmere. It looks like Brunello. It, you? <laughs> I <honestly>, love Brunello. <laughs> Brunello Cuccinelli for those it who like don't Laura know. looks like Laura Wow, she's bringing out all the cashmere brands. All the cashmere brands. <laughs> during this. Um... The right decision was made. 100%. And to be honest, it sounds like the shawl was probably just the cherry on top or the tipping point for what kind mm-hmm. of these women already wanted. And it's fine. If they want someone that is more of that whole, like, quote unquote, like, hyper masculine side, that's, that's totally fair. But don't berate someone no. and make them feel like less of a man because they want to wear a fucking shawl. Yes. And also, I feel like the word shawl isn't even correct maybe it's isn't a shawl just an oversized scarf it is very much it's not like he was wearing like like a silk like next which even if he was but like he found it comfortable it he felt comfort in it and he had a friend who also really enjoyed it that means there was strength in numbers always and that's always yeah it honestly looks like a very stunning shawl i wonder where they bought it from you know what i love that at the end of this they're still wearing their shawls <laughs> love it too. like i love it i'm proud of that me too i that like makes me smile absolutely i hate when especially if the tables were turned here let's be honest i too would be out that door with my shawl yeah absolutely there not. no one is allowed to tell you kind of what to wear and also attach that to you being more or less masculine or feminine or whatever that is that's just not that's just not what we do anymore absolutely and of course of course she's from the south i know i (laughs) I hate to say that but you know what i mean i do it's like it's 2019 babe it's like when i wear my knee high uggs but babe it's cold here (laughs) i know i know but like one time i wore my knee knee high uggs 
they're like lace up and they're very like winter. No, they're winter. They're winter boots. When they're you think of a boots. winter boot, it's those. Yes. But one time I was being picked up by someone I was dating. By a man's. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I came to the car in my Uggs and he said I had to go back and change. I would tell him, oh, I guess no. He needed a drive. It was winter. He didn't want to walk. I would have said keep I driving. was at home. He was picking me up to leave oh. home. I think I should have. What I should have done is I should be like, I should have been like, yeah, I'm going inside to change. And then just like never come out again. hundred percent. I should have done that. But in the moment, now like, I sometimes know. those things are so like disarming that you're like, ah, what's going on? You know, you kind of just. Yeah. Like, why won't you wear, let me wear my Uggs? Like it's fucking And cold. he's like, I'm not par- in a parking spot. Can you go change? <laughs> it's like. Stop can you rushing fi- me can you fix the things that i don't like about you right now you know what i mean honestly too hate much it. oh Could god never. i hope shawl man is thriving I with his shawl honestly it's getting colder it's g- i hope he's I loving it i hope it's like love a shawl you know what i mean it looks very beautiful i like the stripe detailing this looks like a handsome Ow. man also stunning blue eyes yeah the shawl accentuates. You're stuck to my shirt, Bear. Oh, yeah. Bear's so cuddly right now. He's... It's because... You know what? He's started to sleep underneath the blankets in my bed because I think... It, I give my cat a lion cut, for those who don't know. And I think it's because he's cold. So he's trying to go underneath blankets yeah. for added warmth. And I'm kind of going to keep shaving him because I think I feel selfish about it. And I don't want him to not sleep under the covers. Because he's like my little teddy bear. Yeah, that's so fair. And he doesn't, I don't think anyone's opposing it. Like, yeah, look at him. He's loving it. Apartment. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about Halloween. Because I have always enjoyed this time of year as a Scorpio. So <laughs> I do like the witchy aspect of the season. Um, what were the, what, I guess, give me some of your best costumes that you've ever done over the years. I mean, I you wouldn't, can, you can I choose wouldn't, from when you were a baby. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and I will. And I, and I will. Um, I mean, none of them were particularly revolutionary. Now that you mentioned when I was a child, one, I honestly think one of my best, and it wasn't even my choice. I was a strawberry. Oh, and, so cute. And I had the little green hat, like the yeah, little the leaf. Yeah, the leaf. <laughs> it was like a little tan strawberry. Oh, a tan strawberry. It was really, it was cute. That's so cute. It was cute. really cute. Um, and then last year I went to like a Studio 54 disco party. That was really fun for me because you, you still felt good. Yeah. I was like, this is just how I want to be all the time. All the time. All the time. Just go forever. 365. Um, honestly, nothing else is... I mean, I kind of went through that little like, little bit of a slutty phase with costumes. What were you wearing? The Catwoman, you know, all that kind of stuff. I could see you in a Catwoman situation. Yeah, like, like a full, cat suit. Like the full cat suit. And like a little mask. Yeah. You should bring that out more often. I think I still have it. I don't know if I can fit in it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants me fitting in that. <laughs> um, I was Madonna one year. Oh, that's a good one. Like Which the, stage of Madonna? Um, when she performed at the VMAs, the, the the full white outfit. Okay. You know, the white with the tutu and the like a boy kind of belt and the big like hair. Like old. Old, yeah. And the pearls and The all one that. Where, where like Britney like redid it in the white yeah 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 okay. yeah that one i don't really know nothing else sticks out in my mind but i do love getting dressed up 
I get kind of too into it though. Like it gets, it becomes like over, like stressful for me. Oh yeah. To me find too. Stuff. You like know what the, I mean? this year I was like, I'm not going to do it because I get really excited about like specific costumes yeah and i want to make it really good but then i end up spending a lot of money hundreds so much money hundreds it's insane also the fact that this year was like the weekend before just felt so premature yeah exactly that's what i felt too i was like i just don't even i I would rather it's so far it's too much didn't feel like on par it wasn't right yeah i mean okay so this past weekend i was supposed to stay in spoiler alert I you didn't no because I was just, I was having like drinks with Vlad mm-hmm. at the bar next near us and yeah. we were like just drinking some weird like th- th- like beer that was like Halloween themed so this one beer that I was drinking weird, was okay. like looked like blood it was weird but it also okay. it tasted like Lambrusco which I found it's quite nice it was nice and I drank two pints of it which is a lot a lot of, of liquid a lot of bit. red yeah a lot of red liquid. um and then i kept trying to like make vlad take photos of me as though my nose was bleeding so i was using the beer as like was this after the first pint or the second <laughs> i couldn't tell you that we decided to do this <laughs> but then all of a sudden our friend jonathan who provides us with this equipment that we used to podcast yeah. was like come on up to geary Oh, there she <laughs> is. For all those who are not from Toronto, do you want to explain what Geary is? Geary is a street that is filled with like a kind of like industrial buildings. Warehouses. We can, Warehou- call, them, we can sure. call them warehouses. Warehouses where they have like late night parties occasionally. Um, and to be fair, they are quite fun. Or was this I've one never fun? had fun that much. But, yeah. um, but this time, I guess it was fun. I found my angel costume in my closet i threw it on mm-hmm. i threw on my regina po shoes yeah. which i originally hurt my foot in yeah. about six weeks ago and i was like you know taking a chance and uh yeah i went out danced a little bit and this girl comes up to me and she's like dressed like kind of like a, a cowgirl and she's like hi i just want to let you know that your wings are upside down and I was like, what? And she was like, I don't want to be a bitch or anything. But yeah, your wings are upside down. They're supposed to be pointing downwards. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, God, I think I would have cried. I didn't want to like sh- show her that I was affected. Affected. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it into account. <laughs> I'm going to take it into account. <laughs> also, <laughs> okay, like. What are you, the fucking costume police? And then she like left. Like, and I was like, Jonathan, come here. This girl says my my wings are upside down. Fix them. <laughs> no, fix them. Fix, fix them. them right now. They're supposed to be facing down. <laughs> oh my God. But babe. Yeah. No one would have noticed other than her. But Who what the fuck cares? I know. And she was, she said, baby, you like- can still fly. <laughs> Angels can still fly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I really, I wish I really thought I, okay. These are my ideas for costumes this year. One for next year. No, or for, for this tomorrow? year. No, like I wanted to be like something this oh, year, but I just okay, didn't okay. have time. Okay. I was just too busy. So, cause I really like want to invest time and f- I like to go fabric shopping. Last year I spent like $50 on a sheet, like a yard of French lace. Yes. Um, I was a widow last year, so it was like for my veil. Yes. 
Um, this year I thought Carmen San Diego. Yeah. You did you sell that red trench? Uh, I don't know, but I just gave up on it because I just yeah. didn't feel like it was enough. Yeah, that's fair. Like a cop out kind of. Yeah, it was like yeah. too easy. And yeah. then the second idea was zebra. How would you like a full? Like, I could find a full zebra situation. Yeah. And then I was gonna ask. I like that for you. I was gonna ask a friend to wear her tabbies, her Margella tabbies, so I would have hooves. Fashion zebra. Fashion hubs. <laughs> Let's go. And then um, I was thinking next year. Yeah. No one take that costume idea, by the way. I've certain Keep I've, your tabbies locked up. I've <laughs> copywritten <laughs> that idea. And then I was thinking that for my eye makeup, instead of doing like face stripes for zebra, yeah. just my eyes, a wash of white, and then like the zebra stripes just yeah. on my eyelids. That's great. I think that's a great idea. But again, not cost effective and better luck luck next year and also just next year will will it fall on friday next year is that how it works i guess i think possibly it'll i don't really get it goes forward in time yeah every year so that's or maybe it's two days so maybe it'll be on the saturday that's a positive because this was just absolute fuckery yeah no i know it's a thursday the kids are just the ones it's like obviously sacrilegious kind of in a way to like celebrate on november 1st so it was never going to be this coming weekend no it was just weird so the horror, yeah. <laughs> I you know, you know what? This is a spooky Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. We can digress. I can tell you a it's scary not re- story later. Digress. You know, I know, but we would find it. our way back. Yeah. Um, Death becomes her. It's, it was Eve's first time watching this film. Mm-hmm. Tell me some of your initial thoughts. Should we give a synopsis, or do you think? I'm okay. I'll give us an You're synopsis. You're good at it. I, I, I go off track. Two best friends who are also in some ways rivals. One is an actress. The other one is an aspiring writer. The aspiring writer comes to meet the actress over some time that has passed with her fiance. It turns out the actress steals away the fiance. The actress is Meryl Streep. The aspiring writer is Goldie Hawn. And the fiance, who is also a plastic surgeon slash later on a, what do you call that? Like a mortician, mortician? <laughs> um, <laughs> is Bruce Willis. I didn't recognize him actually for this time. I was like, I There's forgot what he looked like. kind of about Ernest. I don't know why. I, I agree. Um, and then over time, you know, they are competitive with each other. They want to like outdo each other. They want to be like the most beautiful, the thinnest, the youngest looking all the time and a potion arises out of Isabella Rossellini's weird Lizzle Lizel mm-hmm. situation and the potion offers eternal youth but you have to take care of your body mm-hmm. and, and if you, you live, don't yeah if you don't take care of your body you live forever but dead if you do take mm-hmm. care of your body you live forever but alive yeah it seems yeah it seems that seems to be yeah okay so yeah. they yeah. fight with shovels a lot they do love shovels um my thoughts towards this movie number one i guess as a tea of context i don't love scary movies <laughs> don't love them I'm actually quite at the bottom of my list um on movies i want to watch but i can also appreciate a good cast and i was intrigued by it. and it is a cult it is a kind of like a cult classic so i was super down to watch it um but that enthusiasm kind of faded. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
mostly again not to say that it was a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination um but i just don't love kind of spooky things and like supernatural things was not it's not even scary spooky. it's not scary it's not scary but i like feeling like warm and i was i felt like i wouldn't feel warm <laughs> um but there were definitely elements that i could appreciate about it i love how they kind of hated each other and then made up Mm-hmm. I love the kind of underlying. It made me think a lot about, holy shit, if I was given a potion, would I take it? Yeah. Right? All those things, all those existential kind of questions came to mind. <laughs> um, the, like, the places they were, what do you call it? The, I can't think of my words right now. The set? The set. <laughs> the set. The set was kind of like stressful for me because it felt really cold. Did but you obviously like the Scientology building in LA? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, there can't, I was like, this place must be freezing. Oh, yeah. In, it's like, you know freezing. what I mean? There's all no the, central. All the places are freezing. So freezing. And I understand fully that that was like the point of it. Um, but then I also found myself wondering, Plastic surgeons make money. They don't make this much money. (laughs) Yeah, and to be honest, I kind of felt myself in some twisted way, like, understanding, like, Ernest more than any of the characters, which is the husband. In fact, yes, I guess the whole thing is that, like, Ernest is the... He was kind of, like, the grounding force of, like, reality, yeah, me in this I mean, kind of thing. he also thought that both of them being dead but also still alive was a miracle. That yeah, no, he thought it was a medical miracle <laughs> for sure. Like obviously, there's some. Um, oh, Ernest. there's some. Yeah, there's a. He's just he me. He's one of those people that means well. Really, kinda. he's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist of the spray paint. What <laughs> the spray paint? Um, what were your thoughts? Uh, I feel like I used to watch this film a lot alongside like those other kind of like like black comedy films like mm. Drop Dead Gorgeous yeah, and yeah, Heathers. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this would be a really nice box set. It that is that is that is. I think so. Um, I think that the aesthetic of the film is so interesting to me. I also like how the women are always really dressed um like so like so glamorous. Like but, so glamorous. Yeah, like it's it felt like it's, very yeah. like nineteen thirties to me, like in the aesthetics of it. It is very much so. You know what I mean? And I feel like the nineties did have that weird time. And I know that this film was like its first for a lot of special effects. I can yeah I can imagine that yeah yeah like, like with the the part there's a part where Meryl Streep's head gets like twisted around yeah that, that was, haunts me I feel like that, that image weird. haunted me like for a while because it's like it's like the skin like yeah the, the skin, skin is was like, really weird it's it like really weird <laughs> um so yeah I know that like the the apparently there's like the special effects were like the first used or something in this film and trial and error la- later on they used it for like the next time they used it was like for Jurassic Park or something kind of cool That's so random so random but quite cool um I think I like this film as a a women-led film because it is it deals with a lot of kind of like feminine issues and problems yeah. that I think women yeah. who are who are just like living in society like constantly face in terms of their like aging and youth and like aging out of like a career that was like youth-based very much so um or like using like youth as a trick or like not a trick but i guess like in terms of goldie hans like career her book is about like how to stay young um and like how it's almost like 
like how to trick the system yeah um and i think that like obviously like a lot of like the ways that people talk about like beauty and skincare and a lot of it is about like kind of tripping up like the aging system yeah, very much so and i think in that kind of context it was done in a really good way because it was comical Mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. it had that kind of like black comedy almost like satirical kind of under mm-hmm. side to it which i think is a good way to talk about things that are often quite serious sometimes yeah because totally. it makes you approach it in i don't know i also a love, more like honest light or something yeah and i also love how they're both like unrepentant oh th- they like do not care completely <laughs> like, unapologetic about it it's so funny yeah that's yeah. my favorite part yeah they're just and it really the whole thing is i guess the whole thing is that like um Ernest, i do we, we i think i think that he's a sympathetic character but it's also like he's such a um to the two women you're just like why are they fighting over this guy it's confusing for me but you realize it's not kind of about him it's yeah, just about totally. their own like shit with each other and i found it interesting how once their appearance was leveled yeah to each other then they were able to kind of put all the bullshit behind them. Yeah. Because totally. then it was just like even playing ground. Yeah. You know? and they could just kind of um, get over, like get over all their like past grievances with each other in ways. Yeah. Um, even if there was a hole in one of their stomachs and yeah, even the if- other ones, her head was yeah. going off her shoulders. Yeah. I, and I, oh my God. I also just think that like the, uh, I love the way that Meryl Streep looks. And honestly, Meryl Streep doesn't look that different. No, she's so beautiful. Does she have the elixir? Like, she's... Like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone that looks like her before. Never. Her face is so unique. It's almost like not even, like... There's nothing you can compare to. Like, it's not, like, universally. Like, when you think of, like, someone being beautiful. Like, she has this, like, exotic kind of, like, thing to her. Her facial structure is, like, amazing. Yeah, she kind of looks like... um, She's like an alien. Yeah, she like, does look like an alien. You know? She probably is an alien. Probably. That's why she's so good. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so she's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I like her, like, really, like, shock of white hair. She's, she's in, like, her skin is, like, glass. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. she looks so flawless and, like, she kind of looks like a ghost. Very much so. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah, exactly. And you know how her daughters look really similar to her? I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen them. It's really freaky to me. Mm-hmm. They look exactly the same. It's those high cheekbones. Really high, but like wide face. Yes. And then they kind like, of like still like thin, like, like carved. Like almost like um, a pointed nose, but like kind of like yeah. longer. Yeah. She's so And stunning. wide set eyes. It's She's such like a presence. Yeah. Like a... Like even... Yeah. Do you remember when she was in um, Manhattan? Yeah. That was also when she had, like, such long, yeah. gorgeous hair. She, yeah, she's just, like, this, like, ethereal kind of... You can't compare it. Like, there's no one else no. that even looks somewhat like her. Like, even, like, no. regular civilians. I've I never, know. I've never passed them and be like, oh, fuck, that looks like Meryl, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Meryl. Meryl. She terrifies me, though. Yeah. Out of the two? Oh, Yeah of course of course of course but like even like if you take it out of this movie just their like real life persona yeah like they're like terrifying yeah whereas goldie absolutely. hawn you can feel like you can have a glass of wine with her and she can be like oh yeah she you know is, like, she's stunning. kate hudson's mom yeah of right course. so it's just like oh love goldie i love goldie too but th- also goldie doesn't look that much different from 
then they just have uh certain features that will be for i don't know like always recognizable to me always. or like i'll always see their younger versions of themselves when i see always them. they also still have that like i find specifically with goldie too it's like even if her appearance like has changed obviously mm-hmm. since this movie there's still that like essence about her or yeah, something totally. that like young like vibrancy that kind of yeah, she's very just, like, buoyant. Transcends like through yes. like her facial. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like she just has it like fun like energy. Thing. Yeah, very like California vibes. Which is a lot to say. Like that's a like a great anti aging tip. <laughs> <laughs> Stay young in your aura. You know. Um, I wanted to talk about this. Is like the first podcast that me and Eva are recording where we don't work together. Yeah, and we haven't seen each other in so long. Yeah. Um, I want her skincare expertise in terms of um, staying forever young. <laughs> um, so it's funny when after I watched this movie, I st- and I've been I've been thinking about it kind of beforehand, and this movie just kind of like made me think about it a little bit more. Um, because at work, I do I work in a medical spa. By the way, for anyone, I don't, no one would know. For anyone who doesn't know, like no one knows. <laughs> Um, and I do consultations. So people will just come in and kind of divulge their like concerns or whatever they're looking to. And like, it's funny because the more I've been hearing about them, the more conscious I've become of my own <laughs> face. And every morning I'm like looking there and like, holy shit i have botox book tomorrow like that's no (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just funny and like i guess the common thread kind of between i would say like 90 percent of women it's that one day like everything's like hunky-dory and then Mm -hmm. like one day you look in the mirror and you see things like you see your face like in a different kind of way and you see the lines that probably were there the day before but it's just like you see them that day that's a common thread with people the way people explain it to you yeah well they're just like like, oh like i had my birthday or like whatever like i've just like recently noticed and like granted it's probably been there for a while but you Mm -hmm, like start mm -hmm. to see things Mm -hmm. in this new way and you can tell people get super overwhelmed by it. Yeah. And like, obviously that's part of my job to just be like, calm down, like baby steps. Cause if the, you, cause if you kind yeah. of find one thing, then you end up finding five things mm-hmm. and you want to do it all at once. And it's like mm-hmm. this whole like overwhelming thing. But then I'm like, wow, like it can be very stressful. I know. Aging, I remember when you were, be you very, were stressed once too. Yeah. But like even not even just like skin concerns, but like aging in general can be, Obviously, like, like we're not at that point where it's like a full yeah. kind of worry, but like for women that are, like, it's a very kind of intense thing. I had this one grappling this, with it. True, like these. Uh, this it was quite funny. This um, these two best friends came in, and they were both. They came into the room at once, and the first thing they said was, "Yeah, both of our husbands are leaving us. We're looking to get Botox. Like, let's go." And I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "I was like." bag it up i was like at least you're doing it together (laughs) (laughs) no i was like if that's the best thing that came out of a shitty situation then let's get you an appointment you know absolutely um but yeah it's i have a question yeah what is botox it's a neuromodulator okay so it's typically reserved for like the upper part of the face where there's kind of less volume Mm -hmm. in skin so it just um kind of inhibits the nerve so when you it, it inhibits movement okay so that's kind of why people do it preventatively as well because when you don't have full movement there mm-hmm. any kind of fine lines or anything aren't getting worse 
but it right. also any lines that are already existing there um it helps tighten them interesting and how long does it usually last about four to six months and it's all dependent on your metabolism how fast you metabolize it so if you have a fast metabolism it's bad no, it's not bad. It's it like just the same kind of it all, It's also dependent on how much, how expressive you are. Cause you're obviously still going to have like some movement. Mm-hmm. So if like I raise my forehead a lot, well, like when I'm talking, so that kind of erodes it a little bit faster. Right. If you have more movement, if that makes sense. After the recording, I need you to look at my face, baby. You don't need, you don't need anything preventative though uh see this is see this is a thing (laughs) see it's a slippery slope and you know what let me tell you i've had one man in consults one (laughs) and he was gay yeah i can see that i can you know we don't have to worry about and and, and you get it like i I kind of like i empathized Mm -hmm. with them and then especially when you kind of attach it to wanting a man or keeping your husband or all those kinds of yeah the romantic aspect it's a lot i agree especially you know what are you what what's your kind of take on aging as a woman see (laughs) i love getting older every year that i get older i'm like thank god i'm getting older mm-hmm. like my birthday's in a couple of weeks and i'm like oh like like in know. a wisdom sense of it in like a life experience sense of it or like a physical i think it's a little bit i lo- i like it in like the wisdom sense i think i'm still getting used to the aging sense mm-hmm. i'm still getting used to the idea that like you know like two years ago like the clothes that i had may not like sit in the same way that now when I put them on. And I think that like, you know, like, um, like I'm turning 28 and like, I think over that period of time and I look at like my little cousins who are, um, who are like younger than me, who are like, you know, 19, one of my cousins is 19 and it's weird. Like she fits into these things that I had when I was like to her age I like look at her and then look at me and I'm like I actually don't remember what it was like to be like yeah. how she looks at all or like the fact that I used to fit into like these clothes is so weird to me yeah. um and I think it's just kind of getting used to that and like getting used to also like the idea that your body requires like more maintenance over the years yeah. and I'm just getting used to that um whole idea so I think like the physicality of it makes me nervous. I especially am like always like uh, when I get hurt or get injured, that freaks me out because I'm like, oh my god, like what is the what is the what is the like healing time for when you get older and like yeah, yeah, broken joints. You know, I I I honestly fear osteoporosis. I feel like I'm a real candidate for that. So that's why I try and lessen my soda water intake. Um, But yeah, like in terms of like face stuff, (laughs) body stuff, I don't know. I, I think that like, I'm still pretty lucky that I don't I look a lot younger than I am, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's not really saying much. I feel like a lot of people are like, you are young. So it's like stupid to say, but, um, you know, I know that I look like I could be like 21 or something. Uh, but eventually I know that the day will come where I'll start seeing it. But you know, what? luckily enough, like there's so many, like we said, like in terms of life experience and like all the good kind mm-hmm. of life shit that comes mm-hmm. with getting older, mm-hmm. it helps to kind of mitigate the quote unquote, like more negative, physical Mm -hmm. effects of it you know what i mean because you just take them both it's like you take it both in stride if like 
you wouldn't have that other good life shit without kind of having maybe a few more things to worry about in the physical sense yeah you know? i agree and i mean i think i i looked at pictures of myself um from like a two and a half years ago and i was like whoa like okay like i know that i was quite <laughs> i was like very little and like thin but um my i could see in my face i mean it was a really i was quite depressed at this point in my life so i was uh like i could i was like oh yeah i look really chic in my clothes but then i was also in my face i was like oh you know what like i'm kind of like not that i was like gaunt but i was like a little sallow a little sallow i think uh, just because i was like so i just like in my like entire like wellness part of myself i wasn't like at my most uh joyous or happy so um i think that like it's a give or take situation and i don't really like yeah i don't really like mind it i don't know i it's always like a learning curve i think should we just keep this podcast going until we're for years and years and then we can look back on this episode and see how you feel that (laughs) absolutely Um, um yeah it's an interesting i think it's I think it can be super duper duper overwhelming if you kind of let it be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean. And like it's like a it's like a you kind of spiral. It's like one thing leads to and then you just kind of go down this rabbit hole. But I think it's just keeping perspective that you are not the first and you're not the last person that is gonna age. Yeah, you totally. know what I mean. So it's just you don't have to keep up with the Joneses all the time. <laughs> and like no one wants to like I mean obviously teach their own, but yeah i, I agree it's, i totally keep, agree. like stay you mm-hmm. but then again with that said i also haven't dealt with the pressures or like that whole side of things of being in a relationship where like the man isn't aging like as and you know what i mean and feeling mm-hmm. that sort of pressure mm-hmm. with like younger women and all those so that's oh, a yeah. whole other like fucking oh, thing no, I, f- I feel that i feel that sometimes yeah it happens um but you know that also has a lot to do with like social standing and and a lot to do with the man really <laughs> and a lot to do about the uh, choosing choosing the correct partner um i think one of the other things i wanted to talk about with this particular film was about how the women are kind of best friends but also enemies i would say they're more like enemies than best friends like you can see that there's that underlying like love but to your point, like, can you be best friends with someone who you're that fiercely competitive with? Like, is the, is that friendship? Mm. I think that, like, ultimately, with that kind of relationship, you can kind of see that, like, they they don't want the other to fall so behind. Just behind enough so that they can win, but not that they're out of yeah. the race. Yeah. <laughs> because that's actually what keeps them each going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the, the, there's that kind of aspect. And I was confused a little bit about the idea that, like, why Madeline and Meryl Streep's character was, like, obsessed with not seeming cheap. Like, does she, like, I don't think yeah. it was really clearly outlined whether she came from, like, um, like, a working class or, like, any sort of, like, lower class background i i I do kind of wish that at some point in the movie they kind of gave a little bit of that history on like where like were they friends from college like what was like what's the background yeah it's so Um, weird but i do like the idea of at the at the end of the movie um at 
Ernest's funeral, they talk about how Ernest was always entertaining his friends about um, the Beverly Hills undead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are Beverly Hills undeads roaming around somewhere. Probably. Really, it just goes back to the Epstein case. Let's that, be honest. Oh, <laughs> God, don't even get us started on that. I haven't really been keeping up. Has there been any any new news? New news? I don't know yet. Like I have new. to keep updated on my... I have to listen to the True and Non pod. The pod. Um, it's That's a real Halloween story. Yeah, that's... If you want fucking spooky, just look at the Epstein case. Gisling Maxwell's house. Oh, I just got chills thinking about it. Um... <laughs> What were your thoughts at the end scene when they were at like that gala, like within, with in the in the magic house or whatever it is, and you see like Marilyn Monroe and Elvis Presley? Like, did you think that was like cheesy or like or like funny? Or, like, I think what? it's funny, but also I think that's like every conspiracy theorist dream. Yeah, that everyone was just like, of course it is. What's that called when people are obsessed with like um, preserving their bodies? Epstein was interested in this. Was he actually? Yeah. He wanted to like preserve his body for future generations. Oh, they're called like, um, cryogenics. Cryogenics? Cryogenics. But there's also those people that want to live forever. That do everything so that they can like extend their lifespan for like ever. Yeah. I think that is a cryogenic thing. No? Or is that just something that like people do? I don't know. I think that's like preserving like like, your actual body. Like. I don't know. Cryogenic Epstein. Let me look. <laughs> Epstein. You know what I think a show that you would hate? Tell me. Succession. Someone told me to watch it and I knew I would hate it. <laughs> Someone told me to watch it. You would find it really stressful because all the characters are bad people. I would find it incredible. I know I would. And it's like, I keep, I only keep watching it just so that I can like actually start liking anyone. I'm always like, what if? You know what's so funny? The women that I mentioned, one of them, the one where both their, they're both getting, both their husbands are leaving them at the same time. Yeah. She's like, do you watch Succession? You, you would love it. And that kind of speaks maybe to like where, <laughs> where like, where you know, where at. she is. <laughs> like really just going through it. But you know what? Testament to friends. Test, testament yeah, to friends course. friends women friends going there. through shit together okay cryonics oh life is priceless imagine a world free i'm on a cryonics.org website that's who runs that who runs i that? don't know but the graphics are really crazy at the cryonics institute we believe that day is inevitably coming and cryonics is presently our best chance of getting there our mission is to extend human lifespans by preserving the body using existing cryogenic technologies with the goal of revival by future science but will it work research makes a powerful case for cryonics get the facts and decide for yourself didn't um Austin Powers do cryogenics. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds pretty on brand. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he like get like they woke him up afterwards, and he like he was like a couple decades later. I never liked Austin Powers, and maybe that's weird to say, but I loved him. No one loved Austin Powers. He, no, was, there's people. No, you know, if I'm being weird. if I'm being <laughs> honest right now, the reason why I didn't love it is because I was in elementary school kind of when it came out, and. Obviously the one, so my full name is Ivana, but it's spelled like Ivana and 
we all know where this is going, right? We all know. Please explain. In elementary school, that's a fragile age, okay? And I come to school and be like, oh, Ivana Humbala. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my self-esteem was still blossoming. And I was like, this is bullshit. And now I think I have this vendetta against Austin Powers because of that. People still say it to me. You know what's so funny? No. On Hinge. On Hinge. No. People would be like, and I'd be like, that doesn't warrant a response. If you think, like, literally, fuck your day. <laughs> like, I hate that. Wow. Anyways, that's my thoughts on I... Bitter. Just, you know, all, all it took was you mentioning it. And I think go off. Cry- cryogenics. Cryonics. I don't know. That, that, I mean, it's a possibility. I hope they do that to Beyonce. Would you? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. There's a few people I would like to. Who else? I feel like Meryl, honestly. Like Meryl? Yeah to like teach actor studio like, later yeah just to be like a like <laughs> a like she's like um like a benchmark in hollywood i feel like for yeah. what like yeah she, mm-hmm. she has she's mm-hmm. never gone off the rail you know what i mean she's just like what about robert de niro yeah that pause wow no i could i could i could i could we have to have these like bionic people and like have them mate later so or even like even like Timothée Chalamet, like no. I feel like he's so pure. Oh, you, he's so pure. He's, did I not send you those photos of him making out with? Yeah, it was that's weird. disgusting. Yeah, I know, he I know. looks like the undead in those I photos. I know he's so to pale, be poor thing, but he probably burns. Ew, I don't find him attractive at all. There's something about him. I wouldn't want to like have sex with him, but I would want to like be around him. I feel like what the what the um, consensus is is that. People like him because they imagine themselves a couple of years younger than him. And, like, that's, like, the guy that they yeah. want to, like... I just think there's... I don't know. I think there's something so, like, pure about him. Pure? Pure. He's like, so yeah, he's jackrabbiting. Oh, you think? Oh, God, Of weird. course. It's ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> um, would you... I mean, I guess this is a pretty obvious question, but if someone if someone offered you the potion, would you take it? To be exactly like whatever, like you kind of vision as your best physical appearance. That's how you would be, but forever. But then, like after ten years, so people wouldn't get suspicious. I'd have to like create a new life again. Yeah, but you would always be alive. I mean, let's be honest. I'm just out here waiting for the world to end. So, I mean, if I can like look youthful for until that point i think that would be like a good trade-off so you think that if the world ends like you that automatically like makes what you, the potion void what am i gonna like I don't be know, youthful on like a pile of dust I in mean, the galaxy maybe you would just be transported somewhere else i'd be transported yeah where would i go i don't know yeah i mean you're just, you're just hitting with crazy logistics <laughs> right now <laughs> um see so what eh I don't see why not. Yeah, what other uh, well, no one else is offering me a better option here. That's did she just look option. at your meta. She just looked at her wrist like a metaphoric watch. <laughs> I asked if you ever had like any like scary experiences before, and I want you to like come up with like one or two. You can think one or I, two. Eh? I can. I you can, can go. Think you can go first. Well, I don't have anything, but like I don't know if I'm supposed to disclose this or not. But like my cousins like see ghosts. Really. <laughs> Yeah, since they were little, up uh, like ghosts, like, like in energies. Yeah, yeah, that's like so in, cool. 
Is it cool? It doesn't. Is it, is it scary for them? Is it like hard for them? Yeah. <laughs> they don't love it. I don't think it's like something that they like really enjoy. Especially if it's something you don't choose. Like they, they like, I don't know. I mean, it's like really weird because I've tried to explain it to people. It's not like I'm like a non-believer or a believer, but it's also just like, if someone says that something like that to you, I'm just like, yeah, like, okay. Like you see stuff that's okay. Like, you know, Interesting. but I would say it's really scary. Apparently my grandma's house is like haunted. There's like a bad energy really? in there or something. Always trying to run out the window or something. Spooky. That is so spooky. Yeah. Um, have you ever experienced anything personally? No, I think I'm the only one in my family. The only woman in my family who doesn't actually have like scary ghosty things happen. The rest of my family really has like so many things happening all the time but i'm like always like uh oh no me and bear oh. have me and bear, have bear this duo have, over here uh, <laughs> experience some paranormal activity mostly huh. just with i get a lot of music boxes playing oh remember yes. i've told you about this yeah that's the spooky thing um me and bear would sometimes wake up to like i have two music boxes at home and uh, sometimes, yeah, me and Bear would wake up in the middle of the night to like music boxes playing, which that's like creepy shit. It's really scary. Some creepy shit. Also, because like, one of them is broken, so you can't play it. And then we, the other one is like on a uh, like it's on a stopper because it's a bottle. So at the very bottom, there's a stopper. So it technically should never be playing. And the only time it would be playing is if you lift it up. That's weird. And also, that kind of sound when you want to hear it it's like quite relaxing but when you don't that's weird that's a creepy sound when you wake up in the middle of the night to a music box playing no that's super (laughs) weird oh that's freaking weird (laughs) um i don't think i've ever had any like neg like scary kind of thing i've had weird things like energy Mm -hmm. wise but mostly in a positive way I'll be honest with you. Wow. (laughs) Mostly just like if you kind of feel that something's like, like happening or you just like feel something in the air and then it like does, but it usually manifests in quite like a joyous way. Wow. Look at her. She's the ghost whisperer. Uh, No, but like I've never, not to say that like I don't like only good ghosts. Um, No, I've never, I can't say I've ever had anything like, I've had like scary shit, but not in, not in a paranormal way what's the scary stuff i mean actually maybe there hasn't even been okay all right i don't all think right. i think i think next I time i'll bring a ouija board when you come over and we'll play it i've tried it before has the it ouija moved for you no 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 i've played it before and it's moved, it's like moved? every time yeah really but like i was yeah. with like five other people I don't, yeah, I, I've never really felt like energies that have passed like mm-hmm. around me, mm-hmm. but I feel like, like just energy. Was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Is that crazy? By the way, she said energies with her fist closed. Yeah. Shaking. Like, ah, very intuitive. <laughs> she is an intuitive Pisces. person. Yes. So maybe it's just like the wavelength. Maybe it's the auras of other people. You're just, I think it is the living. I think it is. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, as you know, I really think that you need to get like some sort of guardian, like I have with Bear. You have Nino. I have Nino. I <laughs> That's my roommate. <laughs> yeah, I've got oh a big, God. I've got a six foot five tall gay energy. <laughs> Is he six me. foot five? Six six actually. 
Six six. Let me tell you about laying on the couch. <laughs> he. What size is his bed? A king. He has a king size bed. Yeah. So does he get the biggest room because he's the tallest person? He doesn't actually have the biggest room. Um, he has the room with like the most dark energy. Ew. Because he <laughs> needs that. Because he loves that. To I be in darkness. I can see that for him. It's um, so weird. I hate like I can't even look at his room sometimes. <laughs> does it smell like sock? Boy socks? No, not really. It just has like this like musky like, smell. Yeah. I mean, I've like been in Nino's like, room before, not his current room, but his past room. Oh, we have to clean his stuff in for place. the movie. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, that wraps up this episode. <laughs> I, no, I hate that we ended on Nino's socks. <laughs> but there's no, well, I don't even know what else to say. It's a spooky episode. It's, we have to. How fitting. How we end on a I do bad, scary energy. And it is one. Men's socks. Um, it is. I've been thinking about the next couple. I want Eve to really like think about because once we get near to Christmas, it's going to be a. Oh, my fucking God. It's go time. I know. We might have to do a couple of episodes a week. No, I'm actually like down. Like we have to get through it because there's so many. You don't even like you guys. There's so many. Christmas, romance, movies, nothing better. I actually will not watch them. Unless it's like late November, early December. Okay, well, we're gonna have to record them all. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, to I do save, know. To savor that kind of ambiance. Yeah, well, we are gonna have to do double time before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, and we is, will. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm no, I'm fired up. I'm fired um, up. Uh, you know, I want you all to also be really excited. I'll whisper some of the titles that I'm thinking. Go, Bridget Jones' Diary. Love Actually. The holiday. Oh, nothing can be the holiday. <laughs> I love the holiday. <laughs> the family stone. I love the family stone. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, come on! Oh my wow. God. What else is there? There's there's so many more. How many more? No, there's not that many more. There's not that, like, many, not that many more like quality. No, but that's oh, a I lot. I love Nancy Myers. Yeah. It's true. There's a lot to work with there. Oh, so, God. And send us your recos if you, yeah, if you have any. Yeah, send us our recos. Um, thanks for listening. We are, you know, by February, we would have been doing this podcast for a year, which Holy is like fuck, so really? stunning. <laughs> I know. It's so much. Time flies when you're having fun, it's right? True. Um, And, you know, we, you know, it's funny because like we always think that people only listen to us in Toronto. But as I read eve the stats we have some listeners in new haven oh calexico get it calexico um where's calexico in california oh, cute. um in, hope you're all okay in, in the wildfires uh in south korea some Dang. listeners um Me you know too. next time i'll i'll bring out our data sheet and we can i don't I think can anyone read. wants to hear that <laughs> i mean i think i want if i were the listener cares I, of the data sheet because there are listeners somewhere that would like to be oh, like a shout out yeah like yeah. shouting out that's fair that's those fair. cities that's fair we always just Down think that, that it's just our toronto pals listening to us but you know there, you are all out there somewhere and we see you listening to us while you work <laughs> or cook or just relax or clean i don't know yeah. um so that wraps up another episode i have one more little announcement what is it 
<laughs> so I uh, I will be oh! the new oh. agony oh, yeah. aunt. <laughs> I'm an agony aunt now. Do you know what that is? Yeah. At the Baffler magazine, um, they let me give the advice email now. So you can write to me specifically advice at the baffler.com and if you're going to write me hate mail i have to let you know that there are other people going to be reading the email before me to protect me from the hate mail so don't send me hate mail but if you want to send nice things you can send that your problems to me say hi to eve and i'll deliver that message to her Mm -hmm. she's so excited about that um and yeah we can i mean if you want me to also ask eve on how to go about your problems. I can do that. We can do that on air. Even we can also yeah. take some of these things yeah. and use them on air. If I don't answer them in print. And also I must say Marlo, if, if, if what you're dealing with, if you don't have an honest friend, <laughs> she will be that for you. So write in with your problems. If you want an honest, but empathetic answer. And I think you'll yeah. be really um, pleasantly surprised. Send and, her in. Yeah, send it in. What's the email again? Advice at the baffler.com. Amazing. All right. Um, our intro and outro music is by Carly Cottrell. Our logo design is by Galatinaskovich. And our equipment is provided by our friend and ally, Jonathan Chiang. Love them all. Goodbye for now. See you later. Bye. Bye.